Wains, we have Samoans, we have born and bred Kiwis, we have Cook Islanders, we have Maori, and we have Philip, we are also Filipino, we have Taiwanese. I don't know. <laughs> but it's important we honor each other, and it's important that we honor who we come from. But I want to say this that last night, what I saw is that even I was singing the Tongan songs, and I had no idea what they were. Even the words, because my wife looked at me and she's going, I was going, just go with it, babe. Mata, mata, MMT, MMT. But there's something about that. You know, um, I think some people may think as a church that we're weird sometimes. And they might say we're fresh sometimes. They don't get us. But if we can be proud of who we are in Christ and be bold in who we are, um, that can be very contagious, as it was with the Tongans last night. Uh, Last night, I was fully, I I had my Tongan passport out. Even though I don't have one, I, I will make one. But I was proud to be there with my family and also the, the honor the fact that my kids are quarter Tongan. Even though the second one thinks he's full Tongan. I've just got to remind them there's more Samoan in him. But the reality for me, for them, is that they grow up in that legacy and understanding who they are and value their culture. Uh, just, that's just a, a wonderful thing to start with because sometimes we can look at the Tongans last night. I know there were a few um, fights afterwards, but those were the young guys who uh, can't control their alcohol have no idea how to drink properly. But the thing is that a majority of people were there in a festive atmosphere. And the reason why I want to start with that is that it's a story just talk about honor. If you've got your Bibles with you, if you don't have a Bible and you know someone beside you, you can, you can share with them. Let's open our Bibles to Romans 13. Romans is in the New Testament. It's uh, right in the middle somewhere in the New Testament. Romans 13. I'm going to read, we're going to talk about a little bit of honor, some practical things we can take away from today as well. And then we've got something special happening. Okay, so it says, uh, 13, uh, chapter 13, verse 6, it says, This is also why you pay your taxes. I hope you're paying your taxes. We all have to pay our taxes, okay? Just putting it out there. Uh, for the authorities of God's servants um, who give their full time in governing. Give to everyone what, owes, what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continued debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever after command they may be, are summed up in one command. Love your neighbors as yourself. Love does not harm to a neighbor, does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is a fulfillment of the law. I love the fact that I can love the Tongans and what they do. Sometimes we come with this attitude that um, we think we know it all. In Samoan, we call it fiopoko. And I, I, my mum and my dad raised us in a way that don't be a fiopoko. Don't be a know-it-all. You come with the thing, I've got everything sorted. I know what's happening. I know the next stage. But the thing is, I come with a humble attitude and actually be able to learn from others. Last night, I learned a lot from the Tongans. And the reason why I'm using that illustration is fresh to everyone. 
It was on the front page of Sunday News this morning. They said the Australians won, but the overall winners of the night were the Tongans because of their passion for their team. And I thought that stood out because it spoke to a whole nation about how to actually honour your own culture. So what is honour? Now the dictionary says something, but um, there's a Bible uses a word called um, timol, which is the word to prize or to value. For example, I value my wife's opinion. I value her as a person. I don't value what she does because what she does is not, those things are extra things, but it's who they are that you value. Because once you start valuing people for what they do, you're missing the point. You've got to value people for who they are because that's more worthy and also more value. I'm going to give you some practical things out of that text. Here's the first one. Number one is honoring one another. If you take your notes, you can take some of these things down. Everyone bears an image of God, but a lot of people are veiled to that image of God in them. And so that's why Jesus died on the cross, so you actually can build right relationship with God the Father. And that's an awesome thing, because we get to sit here because of that sacrifice. Pretty cool, eh? But the wonderful thing about this is that we need to put on ourselves the attitude of Christ, which is, the Bible talks about humility. Humility is the birthplace of honor. If you're not a humble person, you'll never find honor in honoring others. Because if you are very prideful and you think that you know everything, you don't find reward in listening to anyone else. So here's some points. Put others before ourselves according to the attitude of Christ. When is the last time you paid for someone when you finished a meal? Here's some practical things. You know, when you're finished um, eating and you're going, oh man, that was, thanks for shouting. But you organized the meeting. <laughs> so it's my shout. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> or you're standing there going, doing the haka. Oh, I've got my wallet at home. All the way back in West Auckland. Although I can't get there. But starting with that simple thing of maybe honoring someone for their time, but even going first and paying for them before you leave a coffee, a meal. These are some practical things that some of us don't really do. Let's be honest. When is the last time you paid for someone? I'm feeling like I'm up to just leave my card at the <laughs> tables. But the thing is that we need to understand that's part of it, honoring. Pay for a meal or coffee. Be the first to offer. Be the person that says, I've got this. You should be fighting over the bill. No, I've got this. I've got this. I've told you, I've got this. Already paid for it. Done. I do the toilet stop ones. I'm just going to the toilet. I want to pay for that guy. Then you walk past the checkout and you go, it's already done, bro. I got you. I got you on that one. But we need to be in place because that's started. These little things are important in life. Also, celebrate each other's gifts. Everyone here is talented in a different way. Not the same way. We need to honor. We all can't be like Jacob who can play pretty much everything or John who can play pretty much everything. You can be like me, play one thing and pretend to play everything else. Or you can be just who you are and your gifting and your talent. But you cannot allow comparison to sneak in. One of the presidents, uh, one of the Roosevelt's in the States said, comparison is the thief of joy. Who are you comparing your life with? Oh, I wish I was as talented as them. 
Oh, I wish I was like them. Oh, I wish I could play like them. No, no, just be yourself. Be who God has created you to be. Highly regard each other with our words. When you see someone, one of the big things I have is, uh, I just want to speak into this, is that, um, I just want to speak as a dad this morning. One of the big things, peeves I have is when people dishonor someone in front of me. And I've come to a point in my life where I just don't, just don't take it anymore. So I just say, no, 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 no. I just look around like this go, oh, I didn't realize they were in the room. How come we're talking about them? Be the first person to say, if they're not here, we shouldn't be talking about them. The world has a word for it. It's called backstabbing. The Bible has a word for it. It's called gossip. And now TV reality shows are all about that stuff because that's what sells stuff now. If you can talk about someone, if you can frame someone in a certain light, that's a great thing to do. But we shouldn't be people like that. The people of God should not be backstabbers. But the sad thing is that the perception is that we're the worst. Because we have nothing else to do. We'll talk about someone. Oh, did you see what Cindy? Poor Cindy. Cindy's going through a hard time. Come for a cup of tea. We'll talk about it. Oh, oh, oh. When did we start having conference calls like that? The important thing, I'm, I'm just being straight up with this. Uh, if someone comes to me and they talk about someone, I'm automatically, I've come to a place in my, my own personal growth maturity to say, no, nah, no, nah, don't want to talk about it. So have you spoken to them? This is what you should do practically. If they come to you and they go, oh, did you hear about Barry? I'm just making up names of people that are not in church. <laughs> we go, Barry, Barry come to church. <laughs> Barry will come to church. Okay. But Barry, have you better? Oh, Barry, oh. Let me tell you something about, oh, no, you're not telling me anything about Barry. The thing is that we could put a stop to gossip, stop to backstabbing straight away. If you got ought to your brother, you know, we need to understand, you need to go to your brother or your sister and solve it. And we've said this from this pulpit so many times. We need to make a stance in our kingdom living by actually being people that say, I'm not going to dishonor that person, but what value does they have in that person's life? What we need to do is that if we do have a problem with someone, the Bible says you need to go and sort it out with them. Not put it on Facebook and then go to them afterwards. Listen, I put it on Facebook. Everyone knows now, but I want to talk to you about this issue. Where did that come from? The bottom line for us is as Christians, as people that love Jesus, not in a religious way, but in a kingdom living way, we need to be able to be mature people to say, I'm not going to talk about people like that. I'm not going to dishonor them like this. If someone comes to me about Leanne, I'm going to go, have you spoken to Leanne? Oh, no, because I want to come to you first. Oh, okay, then go and talk to her and then resolve with her because my name is not Leanne. <laughs> my name is Joseph. <laughs> Would you like to spell that out for you? It's, I know you've been silly this morning, but we need to be so mature in this. We need to be. And if we know family and friends are doing this to other people, you need to be the person to shine a light in that situation and say, no, no, no. So does, do they know? Oh, nah, because we're bringing it up here. Go and resolve it because this is an internal cancer that you're creating within our whanau, within our family. Who knows that um, in your own families, you probably have that situation happening. I know in my family, there's like, like talks about them with this, and as soon as it comes across me, I'm going like this. Okay, I'm going to give this rubbish back to you. You deal with the stuff, and I'm not going to deal with it. 
Okay, your words form the world you live in. That's a big one for people to actually work with, but it's so important. Your words either kill or they bring life. I'd rather my words bring life to someone's life. Because what you're doing is actually identifying value and importance and respect for that person. Don't be jealous about anyone else's gift. Don't be jealous about someone else's blessing. If someone drives on here and they've got one of the, the best cars, and I've said this before, best cars, and they go, wow. Ooh, how did you get that? How did you get that, bro? And you're trying to find your way around in Mr. Investigator. Trying to, oh, okay then, ooh, okay then, that's a bit of expensive car, right? I'll just check on trade me. Oh, it's about 62000 Oh, how did you get that? Your job only pays this amount. <laughs> but the thing is that we need to respect people's privacy, but at the same time, honor the fact, don't make up a story about someone if you don't all know all the facts. Um, we got blessed a while back with some money and um, from an inheritance from Lydia's great-grandmother, and we brought a car, the black car up there with no hubcap, the one of the hubcaps is missing. <laughs> if you see any hubcaps rolling down the motorway, that belongs to the Honda out there. <laughs> okay, that's our hubcap. But it's, um, we, it was a lot of money, we just put, put it on there because we needed a car. But you, know, you can imagine people were talking about, oh, <laughs> pastor's got a pay rise. <laughs> oh, guy's moving up in the world. Have you seen the car? <laughs> Honestly, have you seen that car out there? What kind of pay rise is that? <laughs> pay rise of your jandal. Okay. But it's um, important to understand that you know, we need to stop making stories about people if you don't have all the facts. Okay. Like I said, go ahead and deal with it with the person. Okay. Recognize everyone's voice. We're but one voice amongst a choir of voices. Everyone's voice is important. I have this big thing that if I'm in a meeting or in a gathering and people will, will talk about this if I'm in a meeting, I love to hear everyone's perspective. I love to hear what everyone has to say. Because if I'm the only person speaking, you're only going to get one side and one perspective. But when you look at everyone else's perspective, you know, the diamonds are made out of the different angles it brings. And that's the beauty of a diamond. So imagine how many angles and perspectives people can have in terms of bringing their voice to a situation. That's why teamwork makes the dream work, is that quote. You can't do something by yourself. There's no lone rangers in this. We've got to be able to work together. So it's important in church life, everyone's voice is valued, and you need to know that. Are married couples? Never, ever bring your wife or your husband down in public. Do not cut them down in public. This is 101. If something happens, you never cut them down in public. If Lydia and I have this disagreement, I will never bring it up so people she can be feel dishonored in public. It is not right. If, you're, if you want to deal with an issue, go to your house, find your room, close your door, and resolve it amongst yourselves. 
I've seen so many people, and even if you're walking down Manurewa or Papakura, so many of the people that actually walk around, and it's sad to see when they go, when they're screaming through their front doors, and I saw the situation out there, don't come back, and they threw, this, they threw a lady out, and I ran up to the lady who was just down in Papakura, and I said, are you right? And they were just swearing at each other, and you knew they were married. He goes, you have the kids. No, I'm going to. And he took us, don't come back to the house. And I was thinking, the kids are in the van as it goes past, and they're growing up with that scene in their head of mum and dad dishonoring each other. And I never want to see my kids in that place where they, that's all they see in their life of me and Lyd fighting about things, arguing them. Okay? But the thing is that if you do make a mistake in those areas, step up, take responsibility, and apologize. In front of your kids. If Lyd and I have an argument in the car, we apologize to the kids if they're sitting in the car. That's that's 101. Straight away, dealing with that situation practically. Um, guess what? Lyd and I have fights. But your pastors, pastors are perfect. I don't know what Bible you've been reading. But we're not perfect. We're normal people. They have a function in the local church. But we still have arguments. We have our ups and downs. But the thing is that I was so honored this week. I was blown away. My wife, she set this up. She took me to the Waipuna. And she's done this whole setup. She talked to a friend. She said, oh, I'm going to do this. I was thinking, wow, it's like our date tonight away. And as a man, this is tip. Ladies, men want to be respected. And for men, women want romance. That's how we love each other. If we can romance them, and men, uh, ladies, if you can respect. Men, men don't like the fluffy stuff sometimes. Like all the, oh, I just love the way you put the pedals out. I didn't even see the pedals. What pedals are you talking about? I just want the steak on that. Gym. But the thing is that it's important to understand respect is a big thing. So Lid doing that one thing of taking us out to Waipuna was so valued to me. And I thought to myself, I feel loved. We didn't do much. Even if we sat there and watched rugby, there was no rugby. Uh, no. That's all right. But the thing is that we were together and we enjoyed that time. And I'm so blessed, babe, honestly. So, so love you, honestly. So awesome. Okay. And uh, number two, respect for other, uh, each other. So honor actually releases trust to the person. So when you're honoring someone, it releases trust. When you honor someone, it releases, you actually bless them. Who feels blessed when someone talks to them really nicely and honors them? Well, some of you don't. Okay, I won't speak to you nicely ever again. I will dishonor you as much as I can. Okay, but who feels awesome when someone comes and goes, you know, I actually love the way that you do this. My wife honored me and she sat there. And we're having dinner. I won't say the words you used. But she looked at me, and we're having dinner. And she looked at me, and she goes, these words that cut to me. And I said, okay. I'm crying on the inside. Crying on the inside. But it was awesome. She said just a sentence that actually, for me, made me feel valued in our relationship, in our friendship, in our marriage. When is the last time you sat down? Is it something practical? When is the last time you sat down with your a friend or your husband and wife or just a good friend that you've walked with for years and sat them down. This is one thing that we don't do a lot. We don't do a lot of eye contact. Because we can go, hey man, your blessing. 
But the thing is that what happens sometimes when you actually sit down with someone and um, you speak to them eye to eye and you start to say things like, I just love the way that you do this. I just love the way. And you actually eye to eye. We did this exercise previously at, a, at another church. And it's amazing. We saw a couple that had been married for 60 years and they were in tears. Because even though they knew they loved each other, just hearing those words of affirmation from the person is so valuable to people. If you've got a good friend that you probably go, go you know, do things together, hang out together, go and watch whatever you, whatever you do, one of the big things you need to do is actually sit down with them and actually look into their eyes and say, you know what, our friendship is supported to me. I value you. Then when that time when, you, when I rang and, and you were on the other side and you helped me through that situation, I, re- I remember it, bro. And sometimes we forget those things because we, we move on. I've done this TED Talk um, two weeks ago, and I talked about hurry sickness. Everyone in this room suffers from hurry sickness. Because do you, wanna, do, you, do you know that you've got to hurry after this to somewhere else? Who's got to hurry after this? Yeah, everyone, you're all sick. You're all sick, hurry sickness. Sometimes you just got to slow down, smell the roses, enjoy life, slow down. Something I'm trying to work on myself. Characteristics of a person who lives honorably is uh, they honor God, they brings glory to God. I just had this, this one thing down here. When it comes to time, I'll say it again. When it comes to time, respect someone else's time. I'm saying it time, T-I-M-E, because sometimes we start at 10. Actually, we start all the time at 10. But then at 5 past 10, there's a miracle that takes place. People start rocking up. But like if you're with someone and you organize a meeting, honor the time. And it's something I'm trying to work on and not make too many excuses in. But how many times have you been late and then you can throw in an excuse? Because it's someone that you know. Oh, they're going to forgive me. But you're being so rude. That's, that's honestly what it is. You're just being rude. Okay? We're not here to be rude people. If they can go, man, you're always on time. Actually, you were here before I'm, and you paid for me. That's crazy. Why do you do that? You can say, I just think God is awesome, and that's the way he's made me. Hey, and that's the way I'm living out my life. So time is an important thing. I just had it here. Respect someone else's time. So don't just make a meeting and not show up for it. When it comes to um, church, we're only together until 11.30. We always finish about 11.30. It's okay. Some of you, just, some of you are going, okay, Joe, hurry up. Um, it's, um, and you've got a little bit of time left, Joe. But the thing is that it's important to understand this. If you come on time, we finish on time. Because if you don't come on time, I can drag this out all day. I've got a sermon series on something they're going to find. Okay. But it's important, honor someone's time, okay? Also, what it teaches your kids, if you're raising your kids, remember we talked about being a trailblazer, your kids will actually say, my kids, they have this thing, are we always the first there? I said, we should be. 
That's not because I'm the pastor of the church, because that's the way we live our lives as Christians. We're going to be first there. Honor. For parents, this is one thing before we move on to our next part of this this morning. Parents, this is one big thing. Um, respect is a big thing to teach your kids. How do you teach your kids respect? Teach them manners. Teach your kids to say thank you and please and excuse me. And you're probably thinking, well, that's really, uh, that's pretty simple, Joe. I was reading through a book by Ian Grant. Who knows Ian Grant? He won the Senior New Zealander of the Year about five years ago. A great Christian man. I founded uh, Parenting Inc. in uh, Green Lane. Um, him and his wife. And, he, and there's one of his first books of raising, raising young men. One of the big things he talks to you about is a story about going into prisons and actually talking to some of the prisoners there. And a lot of them were telling stories of they never knew how to respect people. And so when you don't know how to respect people, you think that everything belongs to you because that property, it's there. I can go into that property because I don't respect the person that owns property. All these stories that came out of it. And so he made it simple. He said, if we can teach our generation, the next generation, some really good manners, what I'm teaching my boys, I've got five boys, so I've got to make sure I teach them how to step back for ladies. Step back when they go. And my boys, I just grab them from the back of their thing. <laughs> if their mum's going through the door, oh, no, you're not, buddy. And I always tell them because they need to understand the value of their mum but also woman. If I can raise them up in a way that they can actually go, I'm stepping back because I respect the person that's going in front of me. For older people, when we went to the game yesterday, and they're always they were so hyped because everyone was there, and I, wanted to, I just wanted to watch them. Eh? And if they were going to step in front of the nana, it's all game over. <laughs> it's game over because I'm teaching them how to respect the older generation. So as soon as I'm watching them, yeah, the older ones are good. Hey, Ruben, get back here, buddy. Come back here. Okay. It's simple things like that. Thank you, please. And you're probably thinking, oh, it's too late. It's never too late. If you're not doing it, they're not going to do it. So if you're at the dinner table and you go, just pass the tomato sauce. Of course they're going to go, oh, you pass it back as well. <laughs> Where do they get it from? From your house. Okay. So you need to learn and actually understand that you can actually change that tide. Why is people da- uh, laughing about the tomato sauce? But it's important. We need to teach that to our kids. Important teaching values because when they grow up, they'll be able to honor people. It does take time. With our boys, we want to invest into them because when, when they get married one day and whatever they do in life, we want to make sure that they're living in an honorable way to the world's, their future partners and wives. So it's important for us to actually understand that we're actually investing into the future of this country. Okay, by raising them up well. Cool. Okay, honor. It's such a powerful thing. Sorry, guys, I'll move by myself. Sorry, I'll just move the chair by myself as well. Just all, all sit down. No, no that's just joking. But um, this morning, um, for a lot of us, we already know what's going to happen next is that there's an amazing woman that's been part of the life of this church for 19 years. 
19 years. The church has only been around for 23 years or going on to 23 years. And this wonderful woman really feels a sense to go back to her island, to sew back and also look after her mum, but also sew back into the community in Rarotonga and also the Cook Islands. So this morning, a part of honour, you can't just talk about honour if you don't show honour. So what we're going to do this morning is that we're going to honour this woman. She's an amazing, amazing young lady. And I want to say that she's still young because there's still hill countries to come. There's still things that God's going to do in her and through her. But we wanted to honour her and the legacy she's left. The thing in our church is that we're building this culture of honour. It doesn't matter if you're someone that does the car park or someone that actually does kitchen. It doesn't matter at all. Even if you're a pastor in the church, everyone's on the same playing field. Okay, and that's why this morning we are going to honour an amazing lady, Ling. So let's all stand to our feet. Ling. Come on, put your hands together again. And now I'm going to hand it over to Telfer to take us through the next part of this. So let's give a one more round of applause and then you can have a seat. this down because I wanted to make sure that I got every single word that I wanted to out. This morning, we're not crying this morning, are we? Not yet. This morning, I have the absolute privilege in leading a special time that we as a house have set aside to honour a special woman. This person has served faithfully in our whare as a kaitiaki or a caretaker for both the trust as a part of the team that pioneered our before and after school care, as well as our holiday program. She also served in the church, on the worship team, hosting in our community projects, obviously in the kitchen, every week she's in the kitchen. But more importantly, she's helped people grow over the years. This phenomenal woman is a matriarch in our whare, in our community and amongst her peers. I'd like us all, one more time, to give Auntie Ling a huge round of applause for those achievements. (laughs) Auntie Ling, you are a silent warrior. You chip away at things with no expectation of acknowledgement or reward. We would like to honour you not only for your massive contributions to this house, to Papakura, but simply because you're worthy of honour. We've asked a few people that couldn't be here today to prepare a few words for you.
you have a good trip to Ramatonga and best wishes and we love you. I hope you have a good flight and you get there safely. Hi Lang, we're just sending all our love from Perth on your big moon. We hope it's everything and more. Bye! Bye Auntie! to Ramatonga and best wishes and we love you. I hope you have a good flight and you get there safely. Hi Lang, we're just sending all our love from Perth on your big moon. We hope it's everything and more. Bye! Bye Auntie! Hey Lang, <laughs> so cool to hear that you're going to be going to Rarotonga, moving there. Man, you're an awesome Lady, we loved being part of your world when we were at the gate. You're just so awesome. You're so encouraging. You're such a great mum and a, such a great friend. And we're just saying, bless you. Have a, you know, may this next season be just amazing for you and um, a new thing, a new season. Lots of love from the Benjes. Yeah, um, we love you. Awesome. Awesome. See ya. Aileen, how's it going? It's Ken Carly here, all the way down from um, sunny. Randy Stratford, we hear you moving on to Raro, and we hope for all the best for you. Yeah, Ling, as we were thinking about what to say, uh, we really wanted to bless you and um, encourage you for who you are. We just remember this amazing, beautiful, strong, faithful, mighty woman of God. And um, we are believing for a fresh anointing for you in this time. We're absolutely believing that this is going to be an incredible move for you. We pray that you are blessed to be a blessing and... Um, yeah, that God's going to do some incredible things for you and through you in this time. Rarotonga is so blessed to have you. And uh, poor old Aotearoa is going to miss you. But yeah, so here from the Naki, we just uh, love you lots and believing for all the best and that God's going to richly bless you in this new transition. Have a donut for me too. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Elaine. Hey, um, here you move into Rarotonga and uh, going to care for your mum. Now, why doesn't that surprise me? My goodness me, what an amazing person you are. Um, I still have fond memories uh, going to buy my paint off you at Mitre 10 in Papakura. Um, yeah, and then of course all those years together working in the office and the years at the gate. You're a very, very special person. You're incredibly warm, um, an amazing mum. You've been a great friend to so many people. And um, I just also love the way too, just how your life tells the story of somebody when God gets a hold of them, the difference it makes, the wholeness that comes, the joy that oozes out, and the difference also that you can make into the lives of others. So Rarotonga's gain, New Zealand's loss. But my dear friend, we look forward to seeing you in your island sometime. Love you and travel well. Bye-bye. We hear you're going back to Rarotonga, Ling, and yeah, we're so happy for you. It's been awesome knowing you, and yeah, we wish you all the best over there, returning to your family. But Papakura's been blessed because of you, and I know everyone will miss you, and even though we haven't seen you for ages, we'll miss you too. But who knows, we might come over to Rarotonga one day, and we'll um, look you up. So yeah, all the best. Love you, Ling, and all your family. Kakite! Kakite! Hi, everyone! Ding! All the best to your new journey. Um, continue to be a blessing wherever you go. 
we will miss you. Your warm smiles and hugs, and definitely your baking. God bless you. God bless you. And I'll see you again someday. Hey, Ling. I'm here again to Wishing you the best trip and another chapter in your life. It's going to be awesome. Coming from Taumaranui, sending you all my love. Bye for now. Ling, greetings and love all the way from Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh, we hear that you're moving to Raro, and so I just want to say massive blessings. God bless you heaps. Pray that you travel safe, that you arrive well. Pray that he gives you wonderful friends and wonderful community over there. But uh, I love that we can pray for you even from across the world. Uh, here's to the next adventure. Love you heaps. Bye. I would also like to acknowledge your kids, Kelly and Chaz. Without knowing it, they released you to be a part of this house for the last 19 years. Since 1999, you've been a part of this whare and so many have been influenced because of you. From the late night hangi preps to the early morning slash overnight prayer meetings, those times were that much more awesome because you were there. I'd also like to acknowledge your mokos, one of whom is here today, Tyrone. Um, we know how special they are to you and we know how much of your heart they have. Aroha nui to them from us here at the gate. I'd also like to acknowledge some of your work friends that have come through. Kia ora, welcome to our house. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I, remember, I remember working here at the gate some years ago and being fired for the second time. It's not about me, remember. <laughs> Auntie Ling had the honours of firing me. <laughs> Honestly, I knew it was coming. I was half in the job and half out, so I was kind of ready to move on. Anyways, Auntie Ling sits me down, looks at me with eyes full of compassion, and she says, I'm sorry, but we have to let you go. Something about you can't lock kids in the cupboard. <laughs> but remember, I was kind of like, I was ready to go. So I was like, I was all good. <laughs> I was all good. Then she grabs my hand, she looks deeply into my soul, and she says, are you okay? Well, I was, until she did that, and I started crying. Never have I ever met a woman who could make me cry by being so compassionate. It hasn't happened since, so I know it's a unique gift. <laughs> we also have a few people that are here that uh, we've asked to share a few words of honour for you, Auntie Ling. Please welcome to the stage, Mala Brown. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain. to everyone. Um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Marla Brown. And my mum decided to come up with me as well. So she's going to say something on behalf of um, herself and our family as, as well. So, Auntie, I found out last week on Sunday that um, you were flying out next week. And Des told me, Des goes, oh, did you know that um, Auntie Ling's going next week? I was like, huh? 
how do you know before me? <laughs> you know, hence the late text to you on Sunday night. Um, but auntie, look, on behalf of myself and also the Bible study group from um, um, the gate, I just want to thank you for everything that you have done. I've been with the gate for about three and a half years now. In two and a bit years, um, I've, been, I've moved to, I'm so close with you. You know, auntie, I could talk to you about things and what I love about you is that you always back everything up from the scriptures. And auntie, I just want to thank you for your knowledge. The weekly meetings, we're going to miss you on the Wednesdays for a Bible study. We're going to miss your presence. We're gonna just going to miss, um, um, well, the year before we had Wilfred and Tammy in our Bible study, so you were always mocking um, Wilfred because he was the only guy in the study. But we just want to thank you for your humour. Thank you for just not being judgmental. Um, you know, to things that we talk to you about. You know, you always put God first. And I thank you so much, Auntie, because you're such a godly woman and, and just your support and looking up to you in my walk with God is amazing, Auntie. And thank you so much for everything that you've done. Um, bless you, Auntie, when you go over to Raro. And awesome, I can bring my darling over. He hasn't been to Raro, so, you know, it'd be awesome to come and see you as well. So um, I was going to say something on behalf of mum, but I know mum's going to say something quickly. So bless you all. Thank you. Early short mum. <coughs> uh, thank you for this time. Greetings to the pastor here and your family and all the family in the church. Today is a special day. I heard that one of the amazing lady is going to leave us and she will leave a great legacy. You know, this week was a new way speaking um, week. And yesterday, we had a big celebration of the new way Pule Fukamoto is the new way Constitution Day. And it's all over East, West, South, and North celebrate new way Constitution because of the 44 years in ten government here with New Zealand. So, I was there yesterday, and I was so glad that I went there to know I am a new way, a full-blooded new way. And I honor my culture, just like what the message has said this morning. And I think it was meant to be. And that was the book that the pastor yesterday was talking about, the honor, the culture, and everybody, you know, especially for the young people. But now you are a great lady, Lingi, and you are a Great role model. When I came here to the gate, and it's hard for me to know two new Wayans as I find my way here, Ling and Millie. So now you're going to leave us, and that leaves Millie. So I said to myself, I will replace you <laughs> to be with Millie as friendship in God's word. Yeah, but I cannot do what other things you do, like what the pastor was saying. We all have different gifts. Lingi, from the bottom of my heart, I take my hat off and bless you and thank you so much for everything you have done in the family, in the office, out there, everything. I never hear a lady that always praise the Lord, bless you. Praise the Lord, bless you. Those are the things that we have to to catch, you know, from older person like you. It's been a long time. You are the lady of God. Mm -hmm. And I learned that 
from you too as myself because I learn every new things every day as I go. Yeah, so thank you, Pastor, for the word. And thank you so much, Ling. I came here with nothing, just a word. Yeah, and well, Tricia, and wish you all the best in Raro and all your family and look after your mom. Bless you all the time. I got just a small uh, thing for you. My uh, respect from my self and my children, just a box of chocolates and a necklace for you. Bless you, Lily. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. The next person we've asked to share a few words is Rob. Uh, thank you, boys. I can see why you played that. But actually, I've got my own song. <coughs> I apologize. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> um, <coughs> we went to the enemy's camp and we, we took back what he stole from us. We took back what he stole from us. We took back what he stole from us. Well, we went to the enemy's camp and we took back what he stole from us. He's under our feet. He's under our feet. He's under our feet. He's under our feet. Satan is under our feet. Uh, kia ora, that's, that's my wire to go with my kōrero. <coughs> it's doing it a bit backwards. <coughs> Ling, um, <coughs> it has been an honour and a privilege to have walked with you. Uh, you are more encouragement than what you realise as you keep on keeping on. Over the years, you have shown that you are open-minded about things. You take your time to process, and you line it up with the, what the Word says. And if it doesn't line up, you chuck it out. Great attitudes for an honorable woman. You have skills when it comes to your sword. Keep it sharp, as this helps to edify the body and to keep those around you on their toes. I was in the dictionary lately when I found your name, Ling Dowling. <clears throat> it is in the T section. Sorry, I'm just trying to work out what the word is. <coughs> Sorry. Who does help me? <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> what is this? Tenacious. Sorry. Let me start that again. <coughs> it's because I'm nervous, Ling. All right, I was in the, I was in the dictionary le lately when I found your name, Ling Dowling, in it. It is in the T section under the word tenacious, and this is the word that God popped in my mind. What is tenacious? Firm, steadfast, staunch in faith, diligent, persistent, retentive, patient, Purposeful, 
not readily relinquishing a principle. This is you to a T. Prayer warrior, keep contending. The devil hates you for it. God's people are indebted to you for it. Thank you for sowing into the life of this house. Those here currently may not know your works, but Christ has not forgotten. And we are who we are today because of the part you played. You are a pillar of hope for your family. And as I have no doubt, that as you keep honoring Jesus, he will draw them in. To Ling who believes, her and her household shall be saved. On a personal note, Thank you for being my sister in Christ and being my big sister when I stepped over the line. With your humor, your laugh, and as you say with a knowing smile, I'm rebuking you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm honored to think that in my, our story, <clears throat> that God weaved you into a couple of chapters, and I thank him for it. You have a great future, Ling, because you have a great guarantor, Jesus Christ. The Lord gave me Psalm 18. <coughs> this is the verse that he gave me to go with the word tenacious. <coughs> he also brought, sorry, Psalm 18, verse 19. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. You're not going empty-handed, more like equipped. He will change how you think about things as he calls you to lead. Now, if we were eating at a table, what I would say to all of us is if we can raise a glass, but we don't have a glass. But what I will say is, is, is that, because we're going to make a toast, that's why we did the song in the beginning, is whatever your sign is to Jesus, so you might do this to Jesus, or you might do this, all right? I'm going to say, can you lift your sign? All right, as we make a toast to Ling, whatever that is, okay? Can we lift our sign? To an honorable woman. Thank you very much, Rob. Our next speaker is one of the mothers of this house, Nancy Willis. Thanks, guys. Uh, everything that has been said, Ling, is, I say, amen to. Um, and as I was just thinking about you, what the Holy Spirit dropped into my heart was that what I really value and appreciate in you is your knowledge of the Word of God and your passion and your love for His Word. And just the way you memorize scriptures. Isn't that right? She just, you know, there are scriptures that you, that the Holy Spirit has. Um, ignited in your heart, and you've learnt them. 
and so many of them. And it, you're an inspiration, a real inspiration. And uh, what I really value too is especially when we pray, you know, you're praying scripture. You're she's quoting the word of God and the power that goes forth into you know into the those situations that you've prayed for using His word. Um, yeah, I just really value that, and and it is an inspiration to me, and I'm sure to others as well. And then, as I was thinking of you, the Holy Spirit gave me four words for you, four little words, but they're packed with blessing. <laughs> and I've written it down for you so you can keep them. It's simply go forth and prosper. Packed with blessing because the Lord is blessing your going. You're going to care for your mom and John and you're going to slot into church there. But God is going forth and he's caring for you and he's going to cause you to prosper in a whole new way. Just a whole new era, a whole new thing. So it's, it's another step in, um, you know, in his will and his purposes. And where your heart is to care, God's heart is to care for you and he's going to bless you and prosper you in, in what you're doing. So go forth and prosper in Jesus' name. I'll give you that. Thank you, Nancy. Um, the, our next speaker is one of Auntie Ling's longest standing um, friends. Um, get the tissues out, Fano, because this is going to be a deep one. No, just kidding. Um, please welcome up Millie Denton. I like what Joey preached today. <coughs> you know, to look into your friend's eyes and say to them, I honour you, and I honour you, Ling. You know, I remember um, when we first came to this church, I was with Bruce. There was only two rows. And I remember when when you gave your heart to the Lord. And, you know, everybody's been talking about, you know, what a wonderful prayer warrior you are, and you are. And I remember the time when you came to my house when you'd just given your heart to the Lord. And I said, come on, pray. And you go, I don't know how. <laughs> and, I, and I also remember another time when we wanted to pick scriptures for our families. And you chose one, 103. I said I wasn't going to cry. I'm not going to cry because I'm going to go to Raro to be over there. <laughs> so, um, <coughs> and she learned her scripture. I tried to learn mine. I'm just hopeless when it comes to memorizing. But she memorized 103. That's her family one. Mine's 91. And you know, Link, you've been such a blessing to me. You're my, you're my best friend. You're my sister. You're my prayer partner. And man, we've prayed and. Since 2003, we've been prayer partners. And man, I'm going to miss you. (laughs) 
And especially when we come to church, you know, when there's a function on, we always, you know, we always ask each other, you know, you going? And if I say no, she goes, why? Because <laughs> she was really, she's really direct. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm re- I really am going to miss you. You know, I asked the Lord for a um, scripture for you. And he just gave me that numbers six twenty three twenty four that he's going to go before you, that he's going to bless you just like Nancy said, and his face is going to shine on you. You know it will. Oh, oh, this is dark and this place here. Like you, hey, Kathy, you know, we have a thing going. I made one of those in the islands <laughs> when we were there, and it fell apart. <laughs> it was a rose garden. <laughs> yeah. God bless you, sister. God bless you. I love you. Thank you, Mo. Um, just before I hand it over to our last scheduled speaker, I just wanted to know if either Chaz or Tyrone wanted to jump up and do a last minute. No pressure. <laughs> um, this is Chaz Fano. For our Fano that don't know this, who this is, he'll probably explain it himself. But please give us a good round of applause for Chaz. Kia ora, Fano. I'm Chaz. I'm Ling's oldest son, and. I'm going to miss her more than all of you. <laughs> I love my mum with everything, and yeah, God bless her. Thank you very much for that, Chaz. So last but definitely not ha- house, least, we have the mother and the father of this whare, Joseph and Lydia Fa'afu. Good idea playing these songs to get rid of all the nerves and tears. Gosh, why do we have to go last? Okay, focus, Ling. Uh, 1 Peter 4, 8 to 11. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sin. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so, as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. This verse is so you. Everything you do brings praise back to God, not to yourself. Ling, you have... served in this house faithfully over the years. Whenever we ask you of anything, you would jump in without questioning anything, always l- willing to lend a hand. Everything you did, you did with love and faithfulness. And what stood out to me the most was your love for, the, for God's word, just like Nancy said. You welcome people into this family with wide open arms 
you will be such a blessing wherever you go and to whoever you're with. We love you and appreciate you so much. Um, I just got oh, some gifts, new gifts. I um, just want to honour you, Ling. Uh, Ling is, uh, we've been on this journey with Ling. Um, Ling, because some people can just say, oh, I'm going somewhere, uh, but not talk it through. But um, we've had this discussion with Ling for a while, so uh, it's been an ongoing thing. And uh, we just want to respect you and uh, the way you've honoured us through this process as well. But also the call of God in your life. Um, that's the main thing, just doing what God wants for you. Um, not what people want for you. So um, your mum's going to be blessed. The whole family's going to be blessed. But also um, um, be involved in um, with Paul and Tans and Rado will be um, such an awesome, awesome experience. Uh, but we love you. I just want to say um, I love you for who you are, not what you can do, but who you are. And it's um, evident you're so infectious in terms of when you're in the room, everyone knows that something's going to be done. So we want to thank you for everything you've done not just for when we're leading the church, but for Bruce. Actually, she's been the per only person that's actually, one of the only person besides Mills that's gone through all the different pastors of the church. So, and a few others here. But it's brilliant that you've actually stayed faithful to what God has called you to. So we love you. This is not going to be a farewell because we'll probably see you over there. <laughs> but um, we love you so much. So we've got some... Uh, we just got um, some flowers and from the church family and a card. And also um, this is a tapa from the, the great island, the kingdom of Tonga. <laughs> says, and this is from the church family as well. Um, all the way from Te Koewhata. All the way from the Greenstone House in Te Koewhata. Bless you, Ling. So what we'd like to do now is we'd actually like to um, pray for Ling. Uh, we, this part of the morning is where we just kind of pray her out and speak some words over her and um, release her, so to speak, from our house. Um, so I'd like to invite the elders to come up and um, pray for our auntie before she... We eat. Yes, so, yes. Can we just do this together as a family? Is that okay? So everyone coming up. Ling, if you want to stand in the middle, there's nothing special about being in the middle. It just makes it easier. Come finally, come around. Even if you don't pray, just come around. <laughs> just to make sure that we don't carry on because um, Monday is coming. Um, just if you've got a prophetic word or something, something you want to encourage you with, um, just write it down because it makes it easier for her to actually have it and put on her book. So come around, come closer, guys, and girls. Come on, gather around. We're going to pray for you. So let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you for this gift, this amazing woman, Lord God, that uh, is your daughter. And Lord, I just want to pray for your protection over her. I just want to thank you that she will be a blessing, not just to... Rarotonga, but to the, also the outer islands, 
the whole Cook Islands, Lord. I just want to pray that you would give her favor, Lord God. Give her the grace she needs, Lord God. Obviously, she's leaving somewhere far no here. But I just want to thank you, Lord, for the blessing she is. And Lord, that Rarotonga will be blessed. And Lord, pray for you. Uh, just a peace over her mind that she'll be able to put everything in place in terms of um, what she needs to do practically. But I know the Lord, you've gone before her. We heard it this morning. And I pray that you give her peace around that, Lord, that you're in front of her, leading her, and guiding her. Father, we thank you. We want to honor you for her. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Cool. Hey, uh, kia ora Ling. It's uh, Paul Natani here, obviously. Hey, um, from us to you, I recall the first time that we met, um, you were talking about my words, these are my words, running away to Rarotonga, and um, I asked you if you knew what the Lord was saying, which started for you a journey of a relationship with God, to actually know that the God whom you knew about actually talks to us. And now here we are, we're in Rarotonga, and uh, now we're about to say to you, Turo Oromai. We're about to welcome you to the very place that you try to run to when you're running away from some of the issues. You've become a stronger woman as a result of it, and uh, you're a woman of God, you're a woman of prayer, you're a prophetic woman, you're a woman who hears the voice of God. And now we want to say to you, we look forward to having you with us and to fellowship with us and to strengthen the body of Christ here in the Cook Islands and to be a part of what God is doing here. So, Ling, we look forward to seeing you next week. And to the Gate family, to Joe and Liz, and to the eldership team there, we say kia uh, We receive the very gift that you're uh, farewelling today. So, kia ora.
God, if I know, I just um, with the, after everyone's got through, we're going to take a whole family photo at the front with Ling. So don't just run off and get the kai. Just um, come stick around the front and we're going to take a family photo so she can take a memory with her of everyone together. God. stronger 
Okay, Fano. Um, if we can all gather to the front near the stage area, and uh, we're going to put Ling right in the middle, and if we can just gather around her, it'd be great. Come on to the front, everyone. Well, there's still some more people. Just gonna get Okay, um, is everyone there? Is someone 
Is everyone there? Can we get squashed in a little bit? Because, um... Away from Ling. You can take your selfies right now. Jay, can you see us? Okay, ready? Everyone say, Rarotonga! Uh, everyone say, Rarotonga! Okay. Okay, everyone say, everyone say, Ling! Ling! Hey, thanks everyone!